0: Today's show today is ten twenty 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 <laughs> so there's a lot of twenties going on in today, and it is two weeks away from the election in the United States, so that's a big deal. There's a lot going on with that, and I don't think I have met anyone who hasn't heard about it outside of the United States or waiting to see what happens. So we have a lot to do in the meantime. There's always something to talk about when it comes to telling the truth. Initially, I was going to do a show about lies. Why do we lie? And I thought, well, we all know why we lie. And and then I heard in my head, because Christ's little whispers are in there. He said, instead, talk about the truth. So here I am. Why do we choose to tell the truth? Because we choose that as well. And how does that truth? So I thought, let me look up why we lie. What happens to our brain? Forget the whys in terms of. Well, I wanted to get what I want. I was scared to tell them the truth. I didn't want to hurt somebody's feelings. And we start coming up this way. But what happens to our brain when we lie? It activates the frontal lobe for its role in the truth suppressing process. It's like a part of our brain actually has to work to shut down the truth so that we can lie. Then there's the limbic system, limbic, not pick with a P, B with a like boy, limbic system due to the anxiety that comes with deception. So even when you want to lie and even when you get away with the lie, you will feel anxious because of the lie. And then there's a temporal lobe, which we all hear about much more frequently because it's responsible for retrieving the memories and creating the mental imagery. It will give you the pictures you need so that you can tell the steps that you want to tell that aren't true. So you have just activated and stimulated three main sections of your brain, our brains, when we make a decision to lie. What do we do? We know it's better to tell the truth, and we'll get to what happens when we do tell the truth. But once we lie and we try to rebuild trust, It all starts with us going back to that fork in the road and then telling the truth. Telling the reason behind why we lied or betrayed another person's trust in us. It's not that we betrayed them the way we think. It's that we betrayed ourselves and anyone who will listen to us. Because when we've been lied to, We usually don't care why at that point. The bigger issue is that they lied to us. When they tell us why, and we based the decision on that lie, and it took us down a rabbit hole, we don't care why they did it. Because we will say things like, there's no good enough reason for you to have done that. When you want to rebuild trust, one way to do it is to communicate, communicate, communicate. Practice forgiveness of yourself. Why was I in such an insecure state of mind that I really believed choosing a lie was better? Than telling the truth and the rewards of the truth. And another thing to rebuild trust is honestly avoid pulling the past into the present over and over again. Just avoid it. Bringing up the past every time is a huge piece of luggage that never gets unpacked if you keep bringing it up. And every problem just adds to it. So the person who's receiving you is going to be overwhelmed. Overwhelmed. People who are lying tend to change their head position quickly. They start moving around. They don't want you to look in their eyes. Sometimes people who think they're really good liars – will look you in the eye, but they won't blink because they're trying so hard to be convincing. Their breathing may change. They may breathe a little bit more shallow. They tend to stand very still because they know that they will sway. They're trying to stop all the reactions, all the signals. They'll repeat words over and over and over again so that you will believe them, whether they are true or not. They really believe its power in numbers in terms of repetition. And they'll give you way more information than you need, and then they have to remember it, which they will not, and then you will remember it because you know it's not true. And a lot of times people are lying, They either touch or they cover their mouth with their hands because they cannot reconcile in their brain that what they're saying isn't the truth. Super crazy, right? And then there's physical signs. Their voice changes. Their language can change. The direction of their eyes. It's just unbelievable. They take these hard line pauses and wait to see where have you been, where are you with what they're telling you. So we all know it. Whether we acknowledge it from here to there, we all know it. And they know you know You both know it's a lie. And what immediately happens, they are talking. A fighter instinct starts boiling. And when they leave you, you start saying things like, God, I wish I said this, I wish I said that, because now it's all beginning to register that it's not falling into place. So that's what happens to us. And we all get it, but we still do it. And we still think somehow, somewhere, that we are going to outsmart the truth. But when we choose to tell the truth, how does the truth do the work? How does it do it? Because it happens the minute you do it. One, you never, ever have to remember what you said. That's the gimme. That's the easy one. Two, you don't have to tell many details. Yes, I did that. Done. Not yes, I did that because, oh, I went here and I bought this and then I went there and then I did this and then. And they go on and on and on to the point where you're just like, wait a minute, time is my most precious asset. And I'm listening to a half hour of you convincing me that you're telling me the truth when you are not. But when someone tells you the truth, it takes a minute. Literally. But what else happens? Well, it brings peace of mind to both people. Peace of mind. To both people when you look at yourself in the mirror you're just waking up you're washing your face you can breathe you have a sense of pride you sleep well at night you become so good at telling the truth and being fearless of your own truth That you can fully express yourself to other people. Yeah, this is how I am. I've been this way for years. There's things I'd like to change, but for the most part, I'm happy with myself. People who tell the truth regularly, that's how they feel. They're true to themselves, so they're naturally going to be true to you. It becomes easier also for you to become true to them. Even if you lie to everybody else, someone who just flat out casually talks about the truth or tells you the truth, they don't say, oh, I'm telling you the truth right now, or to be honest, well, when are you not honest? To tell you the truth, well, what do you tell me normally? (laughs) So by being true to yourself, it's in your energy. And it becomes easier for you to be true to others because we do what we think. And when we try to do different than what we think, we have to work at it. But when you're comfortable with your own truth, you do become a better friend, a better partner, a better parent, a better colleague at work. So what happens when you always tell the truth? You may not like it sometimes, that's for sure. But some people just cannot control themselves about hiding things. They feel like if people know what they're doing, that whatever they're doing is not going to work, like a superstition, right? So we feel like, oh, my God, do I have to tell the truth all the time? As though if they do, it's going to hurt them. But I'm going to tell you something about truth that we don't ever think about. Think of truth as an energy. And it's a full energy. And every time you tell it, it gets stronger and stronger and stronger. And think of lie as an energy. And every time you tell a lie, it gets weaker and weaker and weaker. So, somebody who lies a lot to a partner, to their kids, to their country, over time, every time it gets weaker with every lie, we stop listening because there's two things about ego it's predictable, so we know what we're going to hear. And two, over time, we know that it's not true. And then somewhere in there, we get a little bit proud of ourselves that we have that instinct or that antenna, and it works. So as it dissipates, we have to walk away from the person, not because we don't like them or we like them, even though it may look like, I hate him, he always lies. Oh, she's always saying that but that's not really what you're doing what you're doing is you're saying there's no energy left there got sucked out of the room a long time ago because it gets less and less and less and less until it becomes worthless energy for you to exchange with So every time we choose to tell the truth to ourselves, yes, I did that. No, I didn't. This is why I did it. Wow, I must be feeling a little deficient in this area for me to have suggested to myself to lie about something and take on the weight of that lie and decrease my energy as opposed to increasing my energy. start to think like that when we look at it as energy. That's why I asked, what really is happening in energy? When you decide to take the truth on and see where it leads you. So that energy, as it increases in your mind, as you begin to tell it as it is, makes you stronger every single time. Your energy increases and it increases over and over again. There's no end to that density and that beauty and that light of energy that you keep increasing in you by telling the truth that's why that thing I wrote about the lie telling the truth thank you truth I want to be like you because at the end of the day a lie subtracts from your energy and a truth increases your energy so let's say you meet somebody brand new you know fresh start If you have lied a lot before you got to this person, they will know that what you're telling them is just a story version of yourself and they will not feel very connected to you, even when they want to, because you yourself have decreased your energy through lying doesn't matter who you lied to, it doesn't matter why you lied, the fact that you lie takes away value in your words, in your expressions, and in your stories. Stories you will tell, which none of us can hide from, will tell the other person that what we're saying here cannot be true if these were the results. Or you give somebody a whole lecture on why you didn't finish college. Finish Instead of just saying, yeah, you know what, I decided to work instead of finish college. Oh, no, I didn't finish college because I got really sick before the last exams. All I have is one exam left and I'll graduate. But it was like 10 years ago because you're 30 now. Really think about it as an increase or a decrease of your energy. Really think about it, that it doesn't matter who you lie to because you are with you everywhere you go. You decide your worth. You decide if you're going to tell the truth or not. You decide if you want that kind of peace of mind or not. If you find yourself saying things about things that have actually happened it didn't happen or it didn't happen like that, we're just terrified of how these things actually made us feel and that's what we should be addressing. Why do I have to make up a story about that importance of the truth? is that every single relationship we have grows stronger and richer. And when we hold that truth back, we hold it hostage in our memory bank of things we never want people to ever know about us, our relationships suffer starting with our very own relationship with ourselves. Truth creates that freedom and a light that lives in us that gets to shine. And the minute we hold it back, we have just created excess baggage. In that moment, all of that happens. The truth is not an option. I've said that for years. Christ told me that. But it is a choice. We do have free will. We may not think of it that way. And we really believe when we're lying that nobody will know and we will not be compromised as long as nobody knows. And the truth is they do know and you do know because it stays floating in the air waiting to be rescued by the truth. How do we deal with that? What would be something that can sway your brain in the moment of wanting to lie to you, to yourself or to somebody else? Why would you want to tell the truth over telling the lie that you think will just get you out of a situation? The first thing is just being true to you. Be able to tell yourself, I did that. Wow, I really did that. Oh, my God, I'm capable of really doing great things. Instead of, nah, great is for everyone else and you downplay yourself. That's also a lie, believe it or not. Being true to ourselves isn't just saying, I'm good, I'm bad, or I'm indifferent, but it's also acknowledging our gifts. Because when we don't acknowledge our own gift, that lie leads us to judging other people. Oh, well, they're not so great. Anyone who's ever said that, I turn around and look at them and say, why don't you feel you're great? You would never have said that had you felt that you were okay in the first place. The sooner you tell the truth, the easier everything else becomes because now you don't have to involve all three parts of your brain just to support the lie to keep it standing while it's quivering up there. But the minute you tell the truth, And the sooner you tell the truth, because sometimes we just don't say anything. That's that quiet lie by omission, right? I didn't do that. I didn't see that. I didn't feel that. I'm not going to talk about that. But when you say, yeah, you know what? I did this today. I bought a dress. It's going to hurt our budget. I'll cut things here and there. I really just felt like I don't find many that I love and I really love this one and I was willing to take a hit somewhere else for it. Done! But let's say you don't say anything and it shows up on the credit card and then, you know, your husband or your partner goes to pay the bill at the end of the month and realizes that it's over budget and then you say something. You'd be like, well, why didn't you prepare me? It would have been nice to know. I wouldn't have spent extra money here or there, myself, had I known. So the sooner you tell the truth, the easier it is. And these aren't big things, but they're real things. They're things that happen every day that either decrease or increase your energy. The longer we hold back the truth, the harder it is to tell it, isn't it? Because now, not only do you have to fess up to what is true, but you have to tell why you didn't say anything earlier. So the longer we hold it back, the harder it is. We've all been there. We've all done it. We all know. The bigger question is, once you know all of that, why would we keep doing it? Because the more we hold back, the more baggage we have. And it is a darn good excuse why you don't have to be present today. When we tell the truth, the blessing, the blessing of self-intimacy is a propeller in your life can lift that plane over the problem or helicopter and it just keeps on propelling and allowing you to see everything from the top down instead of from the bottom up. The minute we withhold the truth without anyone knowing that we have done that, they don't even know, they're not even mad at you yet. Because the truth will eventually come out, and then they just won't trust you. But withholding the truth causes this weird numbness in us, and this apathy, this, this feeling of, like, anger and sadness, and we don't like ourselves. And then we walk around, and we, like, suffer from what we call depression at times. Because the truth is you can find a job. Why aren't you looking? The truth is you can go to school. Why haven't you tried? The truth is you can learn to do something new. Why didn't you? That all goes on in your little old head. And when you don't tell yourself why you don't want to do something, other than the fact that you're not attracted to doing it, and you keep saying you're going to do something about whatever it is you want to do something about, and you don't, That's when our passion gets squashed, and that's when depression sets in. And that's also when blaming and pointing fingers comes into play. When we tell the truth, we become trustworthy to ourselves because we have increased our own energy to the point that we can actually breathe. People don't trust us. We know that every relationship we have isn't real because all our real relationships are based on trust. If you turn on someone and you start inviting them to your mental party of blame and now you're blaming them for your stuff and it becomes an extremely passive-aggressive way of doing business with someone, especially when you're doing business with someone, They will run, not walk away, because there is a decrease in energy when they interact with you. And when there is an increase in energy, people come back for more because they know that they are somewhere true. Nothing more or less than that. Sometimes we think it's because we're cute or we're pretty or we're cool. It's because there is more trust, not less. I had three examples in this just this last week about trust. When you tell the truth, it becomes easier for you to reach your goals, and when you withhold it, your goals are held hostage. You attract people with the truth. And you distract people with a lie. And you attract really needy people who will put up with anything. You guys, I would love you. Time is up already. I will see you tomorrow on Relationship Wednesday. Have a great day. You have been listening to today's Daily Dose of the I Dig Your Soul podcast. To learn more, visit www.nadiakhalil.com.